This is the Equestrian Fitness Challenge, Day 3. So why are you doing this challenge? It is to improve yourself as a rider and improving yourself as a rider basically means that it is more enjoyable for you to be in the saddle and more enjoyable for your horse as well. That is what we want. So how can we do that each and every ride? Well, I have a few ideas for you right now. Hi there, it's Lorna here and this is day three of the Equestrian Fitness Challenge. I am delighted to have you here with me. I'm delighted that you're still here with me. Do you know it's apparently um, statistically um, accurate that after today, so many people are going to leave us. They won't be with us any longer. So I'm hoping that today is going to inspire you to keep going, to keep pushing on through. Now, in the whole challenge, when I create the challenge, I don't necessarily make it that you have to ride a horse, okay? Because I know that a lot of people don't have a horse basically on demand. They are maybe taking lessons or it's a lease horse and they only have certain days, whatever the case is. And then of course we all have like life things going on. So we have a schedule that we use. But I want today to be a little bit, I don't know, I wanted to inspire you that the next time you are in the saddle, and I would love for it to be today if it could be, but if it can't, that's also okay. But that the next time you are in the saddle, that you are a little bit more intentional about what you're doing because I feel that intentional riding is something that is so overlooked by so many riders. And being intentional about what you're doing in the saddle is the difference between riders who make progress and who are consistently evolving and developing the relationship with their horse and riders who are remaining stuck and who at the end of the day normally end up actually giving up horse riding because they lose interest okay if you are losing interest well you've only got yourself to blame and it's up to you to actually turn that ship around and to start doing something that's going to inspire you again and inspire your horse as well so what is intentional riding well I find that intentional riding comes down to having an actual intention, a goal, a plan, a desired outcome for each and every ride. Now, I would highly recommend that if you are doing that, you're doing it in a way that it's working towards whatever goal you've actually set for that month. And if you haven't already, you can just look into your inbox for today, day three of the challenge. I've sent you a link to an audio download that you can use to help you get a little bit more intentional about what you're doing when you're planning out your rides. But when you're in the saddle each and every time, that you're not just riding for the sake of riding. Ooh, that is like a, that annoys me when I see riders doing that. They know they have to ride a certain amount of maybe times a week or times a month or whatever the case is, or they feel they have to, maybe they don't know they have to, but they feel they have to do that. And then they're in the saddle and it's like literally just going through the motions. They just want to be able to get that check at the end, say, okay, I rode today and then give themselves a pat on the back. That is really and truly a waste of your time and it's a waste of your horse's time. And I feel that if that is how you are approaching your riding, maybe by just having a couple of different changes in how you're doing it and becoming a little bit more intentional it is going to make all the difference for you and your horse okay so how do we start with this intentional riding well it comes down to basically just setting the intention your intention can be anything at all 
I find that sometimes riders tend to overcomplicate something. They Their intention is to ride a specific movement. That's okay if you're fairly experienced or advanced and, and you've your horse, you and your horse have all the the groundwork, the legwork, all of the foundation in place that needs to be there in order to do that. That's great. But for many riders, they get a little bit too hung up on the outcome. I would see the intention as being rather something that is going to bring you back. It's a course corrector for that when you are in the saddle and things are going a little wonky or a little, well, they're not going to plan, okay, that you can then rather think back what was my intention and then use that to help bring you back okay so I would say good intentions would be relaxation or suppleness or perhaps it's just developing a contact things like that okay they can be simple intentions but they have the power to actually move you and the horse forward for that ride okay now obviously once you've set your intention you can then take it a step further and you can then begin to find exercises that are going to align with that intention but I'm going to tell you to narrow it to one or two let's not go too wild hey um one or two exercises for each ride and then using those to help you create whatever that intention was or to move towards whatever that intention was okay those exercises are going to help you with that as well what I'm going to suggest because we're talking here about the equestrian fitness challenge and it's all to do with well the conversation my intention that I'm going to suggest for you today now obviously if you are working with a trainer or if you're working with your own plan and you know exactly what you're going to be doing in the saddle today, that's okay. You can you can you can splice this in as you want. It it will work with anything else, okay? But if you don't have an intention, if you're you're not quite sure and you find, hold on, you know what? I might just be one of those people who's riding just to ride. Well, I'm gonna put you on track with today. What I want you to do is to start becoming really intentional about feeling what is going on underneath you okay so many riders we want to develop feel this is like a big buzzword in riding oh I need extra feel in the saddle and I've written a gazillion blog posts about it and um, all about this feel this holy grail of horse riding I think between feel and being on the bit they are like the two things the holy grail oh I need those things and they always seem slightly out of grasp for people okay or out of reach for people. But feel is a big one. People want to develop feel. Developing a feel starts off with actually feeling what is going on underneath you, believe it or believe it not. And yes, feel, if we're talking about it with regards to horse riding, what it really means is that your body is, without you having to consciously think about it or do anything about it, your body is adjusting and adapting all the time. And you're all the time aligning back to whatever it is that you're looking to do. And but in doing so, you're bringing your horse with you on the journey. That's what feel really is, okay? But how you can start becoming intentional about the feel and how you can start developing your natural feel is by simply feeling what's going on underneath you. And I know this sounds like really strange, feeling what's going on underneath me. What are you talking about? Sure, the horse is moving. That's what's going on. The horse is moving. But you need to really start to understand what is moving when and how that feels through your body. So when your horse moves his right back leg, how does that feel in your seat? How can you feel your seat rising and falling with the movement? 
The same with the back left leg, the front legs. Can you feel when the energy connects underneath the saddle and connects through from the back to the front? Can you feel when your horse is in front wheel drive and pulling with the shoulders as opposed to being in back wheel drive and pushing from the hind quarters? That is feel. That is what you need to start thinking about okay now the other part of feel of course we've talked all about the back end of the situation is the front end of the situation the contact and the connection you know contact is holding somebody's hand have you ever held someone's hand who did not want their hand held (laughs) I have a toddler I know what this feels like this is fresh in my mind and my experience bank right now and and you're trying to kind of you're wrangling them along you know it's like oh come on it's not enjoyable there is no conversation it's definitely not the two of you having an agreement that you're going to go forward together however contrast that with the feeling that when you're holding somebody's hand and you're kind of you feel like a bit of a team it's like oh yeah we're going here together this is great without us having to verbally agree on holding each other's hand we've just decided to do it because we're going in the same direction and we have that we want the same outcome that is a different feel and that is the feel that you want to start working towards in the saddle so bringing it back to today and getting intentional in the saddle today i want you to start thinking about what is going on when underneath you where that feels in your body or where you can feel the movement of that in your body and then being able to basically start to remember that to commit these feelings to memory okay these feelings that okay when he moves his actual left back leg for example I can feel my left seat bone doing this okay so every time I feel my seat bone doing this the corresponding movement that my horse has given me is that and it is being able to memorize that so as you then don't have to consciously think about it that your body just knows from experience that that is what is happening then well that is developing feel with your horse Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I'll be back with you tomorrow for day four. Oh, yes. And hopefully you will stay with me. Remember, day four, statistically, the day you will kind of fall away from the challenge. Come on, make a big effort. Come back with me tomorrow and I'll see you then. Be good. Bye. Bye.